0: Today's episode of First Look ETF is brought to you by the New York Stock Exchange, the home of ETFs. To hear from experts across the ETF market, visit homeofetfs.com. NYSE has sponsored this production by ETF Guide LLC for illustrative, informational, and educational purposes only, without regard to any particular investor's objectives, financial situation, or circumstances. NYSE neither represents nor warrants the accuracy or correctness of any of the statements in the production, which has been independently assembled by ETF Guide LLC and with whom sole editorial control rests. NYSE makes no recommendation as to possible benefits from any securities or trading strategies, and this production is not a recommendation, offer, or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or engage in any trading strategy. Prior to the execution of a purchase or sale of any security, you are advised to consult with your own advisors.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the June episode of First Look ETF. I'm Stephanie Stanton with ETF Guide. It is great to have you with us. Coming up on today's show, we'll examine a new municipal bond ETF for investors seeking shelter from taxes, plus an innovative fund that taps into the power of artificial intelligence. And we'll tell you about a new ETF providing exposure to commodities. But first, as always, we begin with a quick recap of new ETF launches on the New York Stock Exchange. Joining us is a familiar face, Douglas Yunus, live from the NYSE. Hi, Douglas. It's great to see you.
2: Hi, Stephanie. It's great to be back. I can't believe it's summer. I
1: know, right? Let's uh, dive right into the latest launch activity.
2: Yeah, look, May was super busy here for us at the New York Stock Exchange, 37 brand new ETFs launched, bringing with them over a billion dollars in new net cash flow. I mean, year to date, who's tracking? We are 156 brand new ETFs launched this year, bringing in $9.4 billion to this industry. We continue to grow. We continue to see a lot of innovation. It's a very exciting time.
1: Yeah, exciting indeed. One of the big trends that we've discussed on previous episodes is the expansion of actively managed ETFs, which continue to grow both asset and market share. Tell us more about it.
2: Yeah, I mean, if we look at the active ETF industry right now, you have 1,049 ETFs with $391 billion. Year to date, though, the growth has been phenomenal. About a third of all net cash flow this year has gone into actively managed ETFs. Uh, we continue a three-year trend of more actively managed ETFs are launching every single year than passive. $144 billion in cash flow year-to-date and active. So it, you're going to hear about it in today's show. All three of our uh, spotlighted ETFs are all actively managed. And so we're seeing both the issuer side, but more importantly, the investor side continue to seek solutions that use actively managed ETFs.
1: Yeah, indeed. Well, before we let you go, are there any other trends that you're tracking?
2: Yeah, I mean, if you look at the ETF industry now, there's $7 trillion listed in the United States. There's well over 3,148. ETFs themselves launched. But look, it's still about innovation. We're seeing it. We're feeling it. And today's show is going to be no exception. We're continuing to see, as I mentioned, active management, uh, income solutions. Uh, There's these tremendous advances in AI. Guess what? Innovative solutions that are using AI for ETFs. And of course, the commodity scene. It has been active for the last couple of years. No change now. And you're going to hear all about it in today's show.
1: Yeah, indeed. Uh, We've got a great show coming up. Douglas, thank you so much. We'll let you go. We'll see you next time.
2: Thanks, Stephanie.
1: And just a quick reminder that you can now watch First Look ETF on Amazon Fire TV and Roku. So be sure to check us out there. Also, we simulcast First Look ETF at iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music and other major podcasting platforms. Don't miss it. The Federal Reserve's aggressive rate hikes have upended the bond market. Yields are much higher and tax free municipal bonds have been lifted. Well, here to discuss a new ETF linked to municipal bonds is Ignacio Canto, president and portfolio manager at X Square Capital. Hi, Ignacio. Welcome to the show.
3: Thank you, Stephanie. How are you?
1: I am doing very well. The fixed income landscape has dramatically changed from just a few years ago, as you know, and municipal bonds are part of that landscape. What is different now versus then, and how have municipal bonds been helped?
3: So finally, municipal bonds are back in vogue because now they carry true yield. And uh, we just launched the first triple tax exempt municipal bond ETF, which is exempt from state, city, state, and federal taxes. And this ETF beats any other municipal bond market ETF by at least 2% of dividend yield.
1: Okay, tax-free. You've definitely piqued my interest. Um, you just mentioned it, the X-Square Municipal Income Tax-Free ETF. That ticker is Z-Tax. Um, how does this fund work? How is it tax-free? And what types of investments does it hold? So, so this ETF basically
3: uh, brings out exposure to the only three issuers uh, in the municipal bond market that can provide triple tax exempt securities. That is uh, Puerto Rico guam and the virgin islands so these u.s territories have been vested with the benefit of of issuing triple tax exempt municipal securities and the interesting thing about this is that puerto rico is just exiting a seven-year restructuring bankruptcy process so the credit has been significantly de-risked it has been totally delivered the economy is in a significant upswing helped by about $90 billion worth of federal funds to help for the reconstruction and recovery after two significant natural events, Hurricane Maria and uh, 2020 earthquakes. That's about, just to give you guys an idea, 100% worth of GDP. So Puerto Rico is in a recovery upswing. Uh, The credit... It's basically a totally new restructure by the federal court system credit that we think offers tremendous
1: value, and it's totally underpriced at this point. How has this been received? Do you see a lot of interest, people wanting to invest in Puerto Rico? Certainly. We're starting
3: to see a lot of interest coming in from U.S.-based municipal bond investors, Uh, a lot of retail interest. Uh, There's also interest because those Municipal securities right now are not marginable, are not repoable. But if you swap them out for an ETF, then they become marginable. Uh, They can trade intraday much easier for retail investors as well as institutional uh, money managers. And we have been very pleased with the way this ETF has been trading. It has been tracking the underlying NAV of the basket extremely well by somewhere between 10 and 15 cents on a daily basis. So this is the most efficient vehicle out there to uh, achieve exposure to these attractive uh, triple tax exempt municipal bond securities.
1: And how do you envision um, a fund like Z-tax being deployed inside a diversified portfolio? Absolutely, well, this is the perfect ETF to improve and increase the
3: after-tax yield of any portfolio, just to give you an idea, the after-tax equivalent yield of Z-tax is almost 7% right now. Um, the triple tax exempt yield tops 5% at these market prices. So it's an extremely attractive ETF to enhance the yield of any fixed income portfolio to further diversify the credit as well. It's, a, a again, a very mispriced, very cheap credit that offers tremendous value just because it's exiting a seven-year bankruptcy process.
1: Well, you had me at tax-free. Ignacio Canto, thank you so much for joining us.
3: Thank you for having us, Stephanie.
1: Artificial intelligence, also known as AI, is a big deal. Consulting firm PWC says that AI could contribute up to 15 trillion to the global economy. That's more than the current output of China and India combined. AI is also reshaping the investment landscape. And joining us to discuss a new ETF that taps into the power of AI is Francis Gisock O. Uh, Asia Pacific CEO at Craft Technologies. Hi Francis, thanks for being with us.
4: Hi Stephanie, thanks for having me.
1: So artificial intelligence, we all know it as AI, it's becoming more prevalent and immersed in business everywhere. How is AI radically changing the way business gets done?
4: AI is a definitely a the big deal this year, two thousand twenty-three. After we are seeing the emergence of the the ChatGPT or the other large language models around us, it totally changing our the day-to-day life. Uh, from the um, this could be a the enormous changes in terms of the how the AI or the new technology can be effectively um, the the bring up more productivity in our day-to-day life. And we are the craft technologists. We are the one of the forefront of the company trying to apply the AI into the investment spaces since 2016.
1: Also, I want to give you a special thanks for joining us. I know it's the middle of the the night where you are in Hong Kong, so uh, you get an extra thanks for that. (laughs) My honor. <laughs> um all right, so your firm recently launched the AI pilot US large cap dynamic beta and income ETF and that ticker is AIDB. How does the fund work and what types of investments does it hold?
4: So for the AIDB, our the craft AI pilot US large cap dynamic beta and income ETF, we are applying the AI to trying to find a the uh, potential downside risk uh, for the next one week time period. So every Friday uh, after market close, our AI model is working and trying to identify the probability of the, the what will be going to happening for the next one week of time. And so this ETF is going to dynamically adjusting uh, its exposure from the US uh, s 500, uh, large cap exposure, and uh, between the uh, cash and income generative inter- um, the, the asset classes. Uh, so long story short, our ETF is trying to deliver an investment solution, not only just buy and hold, but adding up the buy and hold or hatching, if it needed, uh, in a systematic approach of the utilizing a prediction power of the artificial intelligence.
1: So then how do you envision this fund being utilized by investors and financial advisors?
4: So far, our the, the new ETF, AIDB, has been quite welcomed by the, the many of RIAs or the retail investors type uh, because we have been covering a lot, enormous coverage from U.S. medias uh, of the, the the welcoming new uh, breed of ETF is entering to the, the NIS ETF market. And I believe the, the our new ETF, the AIDB, can be a uh, practical solution for the those who are looking for a systematic approach of the protecting uh, their portfolio from the downside risk, because there has been several attempt in the market, but only using the the technical indicator or the VIX indicator only. But our the ETF utilizing over seventy different uh, input data and training our model to train uh, uh, to. The, the detect a downside uh, the risk probability and which we believe uh, will, could be a, a much more innovative and, and a sustainable solution for the investor. And uh, one more thing is the, uh, this ETF, uh, even though we just launched last week, but solution of the we've been developing for protecting the uh, downside risk control, uh, our company has been providing this solution since 2019 for the many of the financial institutions around the global.
1: Francis Kiyosako, joining us all the way from Hong Kong. Thank you so much for sharing more about your ETF today.
4: Thank you very much.
1: Stubbornly high inflation has lifted commodity prices. It has also boosted interest by investors on how to gain exposure to commodities. we We'll here to discuss investing in commodities and a new ETF targeting the group is Brian Kelleher, Chief Revenue Officer at Simplify Asset Management. Hi, Brian. It's good to have you with us.
5: Hi, Stephanie. Thank you for having me.
1: So lately, it seems like commodities are the Rodney Dangerfield of investments that simply can't get any respect. And I'm not going to do my Rodney Dangerfield impression. Maybe you could do it better. That could be changing, though, with the recent upswing in both inflation and the prices of commodities. Um, Break it down for us. How do you see things?
5: Yeah, listen, that's a, that's a great characterization, and, and candidly, any interview that starts with a Roddy Dangerfield quote is uh, is pretty solid. But you know, with the the inflation that you're seeing now, it's um, commodities are definitely back on people's radar screens, and inflation doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. It's 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 very sticky, and it may be around for a prolonged period. But one of the real reasons that you want to look at at commodities as a long term investment really has to do with some of the diversification benefits that commodities as an asset class can provide. So since 1989, the correlation of the GSCI commodities index versus the S&P equities is actually 0.13, so very low correlation, so a lot of benefits to adding commodities into portfolio and when you look at bonds it's even more attractive it's actually negatively correlated so again since 1989 gsci has had a negative negative 0.16 percent correlation to the the aggregate index so you know the the rise of inflation those correlation benefits people are looking at commodities again for the first time in a very long time and the, you know the danger field comment actually you know highlights some of the challenges that investing in commodities can provide Long term, um, investing in commodities has, has been relatively attractive. So from 1959 to 2004, uh, commodities provided a pretty similar return to equities, but did it with a lower return profile. But they can go through periods of, of pretty prolonged performance droughts. And you've, you've really seen that since 2004 when inflation has been pretty muted and therefore the returns for commodities as an asset class have been muted. But with the uptick of inflation, with some of the diversification benefits that commodities can provide, and this is something you saw last year, right? Equity markets sold off, bond markets sold off, that 60-40 portfolio that so many people have depended upon sold off. So for the investors that had exposure to commodities in their portfolio, they benefited greatly and really appreciated having commodities in a portfolio.
1: So your firm has expanded into the ETF market with the launch of the Simplify Commodities Strategy, No-K-1 ETF, I'll have you talk about that. The ticker is HARD, H-A-R-D. Unlike Index Link Products, HARD takes an active approach to investing commodities. So break this all down for us, the No-K-1 and the active management.
5: Yeah, the No-K-1 is really straightforward. Everyone hates K-1s, right? So what we wanna do is make sure that we have an investment that provides access to commodities, with NoK1. And what we've done with Hard is Simplify has partnered with a company called Altus Partners. And Altus is a commodity trading advisor with over two decades of experience investing in these markets. And we've provided a way to get exposure to commodities in an actively managed way, fully transparent, tradable in the efficient structure of an ETF. So Hard listed at the end of March, the performance out of the gates has been really strong relative to its peer group. And it invests in some of the most liquid um u.s commodities contracts out there and this is everything from oil the natural gas to copper gold silver even some of the softs like corn and wheat, and other contracts and what we do is employ a trend uh, focus that will allocate towards commodities that have a higher expected return going forward and actually allocate against some of the commodities contracts that have you know, poor fundamentals or maybe suffering from, you know, negative contango, negative roll yields, which is a problem with some of the index based strategies out there. Some of the other challenges that we're looking to solve for is by taking that actively managed approach, we're looking to pro- uh, to provide an exposure that will perform in different markets. Right. So not just markets that perform well, like the inflationary period we're in, but where you're having more muted Uh, performance and commodities, so being able able to actively allocate to strategy to uh, different contracts that may perform better. And then lastly, we want to maintain the correlation benefits. So one of the things that we do is we employ a risk-based allocation process. So we're, we're changing the exposure and making sure that when there's uh, higher volatility in those underlying markets and higher volatility in equity markets. We're allocating out of the riskier assets, particularly in in those kind of extreme market sell-offs. You can see some of those correlation benefits disappear pretty quickly. So we want to make make sure that we're maintaining the diversification benefits that commodities provide versus equities.
1: Quickly before we go, how do you see advisors and investors using hard inside a diversified portfolio?
5: Really, anyone that can to benefit from diversification, which is everyone um so commodities they yeah they offer the historical attractive returns and correlation statistics they perform well in inflationary environments so this is really something that really everyone can add to portfolios so by you know having this trend focus having this active risk management process we're looking to make sure that we're providing an investment to investors that they can hold for the long term Right, So thinking about how this fits into a portfolio, there's been a, a numerous studies out there from the World Bank, the National Bureau of Economic Research that indicate that a 10% allocation out of a 60-40 portfolio, again, which is you know, equity and bonds, can improve risk-adjusted returns. So we've got some great content on this. We're getting ready to release a case study with Altus over the next week or two that highlights some of the, the, the benefits of investing in commodities. You can find it at our website at simplify.us. So, you know, it's a new fund, but hard, you know, like Rodney Dangerfield eventually got his respect. Uh, hard, we think it's going to earn its respect and earn its assets under management.
1: Bring in the respect back. Brian, thank you so much for joining us. It's great to have you.
5: Thank you so much, Stephanie.
1: And that does it for today's episode of First Look ETF. If you enjoyed the show, tell us in the comments section below and by hitting the like button. A big thanks to all of our guests, along with Douglas Yonis at the New York Stock Exchange. Be sure to check out ETFcentral.com to learn more. I'm Stephanie Stanton with ETF Guide. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next time.
0: Today's episode of First Look ETF is brought to you by the New York Stock Exchange, the home of ETFs. To hear from experts across the ETF market, visit homeofetfs.com. NYSE has sponsored this production by ETF Guide LLC for illustrative, informational, and educational purposes only, without regard to any particular investor's objectives, financial situation, or circumstances. NYSE neither represents nor warrants the accuracy or correctness of any of the statements in the production, which has been independently assembled by ETF Guide LLC and with whom sole editorial control rests. NYSE makes no recommendation as to possible benefits from any securities or trading strategies, and this production is not a recommendation recommendation, offer, or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or engage in any trading strategy. Prior to the execution of a purchase or sale of any security, you are advised to consult with your own advisors.